Real Deal with the Kill, show number six. Located in the ESPN Radio in Houston, Texas. We have six and one welterweight going for seven and one against Vincent Floyd, August 11th in Philly at the Sugar House Casino. Doors open at six, first fight at seven. General mission is at $50. Range size 75, VIP $100. You can purchase your ticket at event, bro. I'm talking about Marquise Taylor. Six one welterweight out of Houston, Texas, man. Up, First of all, how up? you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Man, so seeing you spar a couple of days ago, my first reaction was this. This man has swagger <laughs> in the ring. The length, everything you have as a welterweight right now. First of all, I just want to talk about when you first started off boxing. When did you first start getting into it? Well, first time walking to the gym, I was about seven years old. First walking into the gym with my pops and my brother. Initially, it was just supposed to be my um my older brother that was just gonna box because I was so young. I was seven, he was like ten. So my pops really was just taking him to the gym, but I wanted to be just like my older brother. So I was like, you know, I want to do this too. You know, they let me know that uh that I wasn't gonna be able to compete until I turned eight, which is the the minimum age to, to compete as an amateur. So I was like, man, I still want to train. I still want to do everything my brother do. So I'm going to train until I turn eight, and that's, that's how I So that's when you boxing. started boxing. You started seeing your brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it was he... just supposed to be for my brother at first. Yeah, I was playing flag football at the time. Football oh, yeah. was my thing. Yeah, I played flag football myself. Cause we the same age. I played – I don't know if you probably played four Ben Falcons. I doubt it. I, I played for the South Main Mustangs when I was seven. South Main Mustangs? Yeah. I never heard of them. We, was, see, we, was, we was in two Fun different league. leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in two different leagues. I was yeah. in the, the four Ben League, but then your brother, he – is he still fighting now? Where where is he now? Oh, right now he's uh he's teaching at Madison High School right now. Okay, yeah, so y'all all turn pro. So all y'all born and raised in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what high school yeah. you went to when you uh he went to Madison? I went to Yates. Yates. Yeah. Class of eleven. Class twelve. 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 So you was yeah. so you was the year when bas- the basketball they they were still yeah. good but they wasn't you know. Nah, I was oh. there both years. I was there yeah. with the back to back years. You know. Um. Yeah, we was number one in the nation when I was when I was there. My last two years. So could you say your brother when he um when he started boxing, you started watching him. So it was it was just y'all two in the family that just started boxing at first? Yeah, it was just me and him. Yeah, you know, like I said, first day walking in, I ain't do it the first day. Yeah. But the second day, that's when I was like, All right, daddy, I wanna I wanna do it too. He was like, All right. You know, you're gonna do it, you know what I'm saying? Don't quit. You know, if you're gonna do it, do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was like, Yeah, I wanna do it. So yeah. then, is he, does he have experience as well as fighting, or he's oh, yeah. just trained y'all? Yeah, he he competed as a uh, as an amateur and did his little thing, but he never took it serious and went pro with it. Okay, so it's just y'all too. So then, who was like when you say your brother, you watched your brother, so you can say that was your role model or inspiration oh, yeah. growing up. Yeah, I wanted to be just like my older brother growing up. Definitely, definitely wanted to be just like him. So. I seen him do it, and I was like, oh, I could do it too. What class he was? You're a welterweight right now, so what was he at? When he stopped boxing, he was he was bigger than me. He was, you know, handsome. He was and like, yeah, he he stopped at 140. Yeah. But he was 14 years old. Why he stopped? Uh, he, Zach, never, my brother never really wanted to turn pro with it. He always said that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when he got to high school, started doing other things, you yeah. know, Doing joining other clubs in high school, just doing other other things, you know, he kind of just stopped. I feel like with boxing, I feel like you have to have some type of like mean streak, maybe. I think it's like a couple of things. First, 
mean streak. Something in you. Deep down inside of you got to have some type of mean streak, anger streak. Then number two, you probably you got to take a hit. It's like playing football, you know, like yeah. you take that. If you can't take a hit, then you're going to be tempted and scared to do whatever, you yeah. know, to keep playing that sport. Yeah. So it's kind of like the scared, same thing. Man. You can't be scared, you know. It's the hits you don't see that, that hurt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The ones you see coming everything ain't. You know, it's the ones you, you don't see coming that hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's about controlled aggression. It's about chess and you know, not checkers, thinking two, three moves ahead. That's what boxing is about. You know, it's controlled aggression. When I'm in there, I'm I'm super happy, you know. It might sound crazy, but I'm yeah. super happy in the ring. So outside, outside your, your brother, who's was there anybody who was watching growing up? Because first first of all, was boxing your first sport that you wanted to play? Because nah, you did say you want to play football. Yeah, I wanted to be in the in the league at first. I wanted to be in the NFL at first. It then just changed. Yeah. Like, all yeah, right, football just... was my first love at first. And then boxing was like, all right, let me just box. Was there any, was there a box that you watched growing up too? Oh yeah, man. Roy Jones Jr. was was Roy was cold in his prime when yeah. I was growing up. He was the first floor. You know what I'm saying? It was all about Roy Jones Jr. at first. Yeah, you know. And then he had the offense to back it up too. Yeah, he had that Philly yeah. shell defense. I mean, Still to this day, can nobody do what Roy Jones did when he was in his prime? Yeah, nobody could do what he did, man. But yeah, he was my favorite boxer. So right now, if you have to pick, right now you have to pick a favorite, well, a top five. You give me a top five list, not favorite, but who you think is top? Right now, whatever. I I think right now, I mean, like I said, like we talked about before, the general public doesn't know, you know, the five guys right now. My five guys that's hot right now, personally. You know, you go with Floyd. Even though he mm-hmm. retired, he's still a big name. Mm-hmm. Floyd, Triple G, Canelo, Andre mm-hmm. Ward. They throwing Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Those yeah. are my five. Okay. You know, yeah, so that's I a good think, five right there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah. those are five guys people know. Yeah. You know, then you throw in uh, Deontay Wilder maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think those I think those like the five, six people. But we go all time, it's going to probably be – we'll probably go <laughs> keep yeah. going for a while, you know. Say, I got to think for a second. All time. That's kind of hard. Man, number one got to be the GOAT. Course, Ali, Ali, Muhammad Ali, and uh, Tyson somewhere in there. Got you know, oh yeah, Tyson. I got he, them. To, I got them top two. You got them top two. Yeah, I have to. I think Culture, I impact, Muhammad Ali, and then I gotta go with. I gotta go. I gotta go with my type. My favorite. Yeah, your your five. Marvin Hagler, believe it or not. The Hagler, the Hagler, yeah. Hagler, yeah. I mean, I keep thinking about the Hagler. That's where I get my alias from, you know. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, Marvis, Marvin, Marvis Marquis. And then third, Sugar Ray Leonard. And then you got to put Floyd in the best of all time, man. Ooh, that's – for me, that's, that's kind of tough to, right man. there. You know, Floyd, that's – You that's, to, man. You know what's crazy about Floyd? Floyd had, to me, has probably the second greatest defensive – He's a second greatest exactly. defender to me because he behind Ali. Exactly. Why I say that? Because Ali was kind of with the offense too. Mm-hmm. That's why I can never put Floyd over Sugar Ray Leonard because Sugar Ray Leonard, he'll give you he'll give you the defense yeah. just see, as great see, I had as him Floyd. In like number three, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I put Floyd in number four and number five. Probably look at like. See, when you go like box, Tyson, real boxing you know, group, it's, it's just it's so many. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's many so many. You got to break it down. It's hard to just put top five. I just know yeah. the number one. I got to say Muhammad Ali. Yeah, 
And then what about where you put De La Hoya at? Somewhere top fifteen, top fifteen, yeah. Top 15. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of, want to segue to that. Speaking about De La Hoya, I knew you fought in Vegas. Am I correct? The uh, fight you had on it was a, a Golden Boy fight. Well, that was in L.A. Oh, it's in L.A. Okay, yeah, yeah got you. L.A. I knew it was someone on the West Coast. And mm-hmm. talk about, just talk about that fight you had because I think would you would you say that was your first big fight? Yeah. Well, no, nah, second big fight. Yeah. First one was in Vegas with uh one of Floyd Mayweather's fighters. Okay. But okay. We'll talk about that in, later. But the fight in L.A. though, uh, week notice. You know, I took that fight in the week notice. I, I originally was supposed to fight, I think, in Dallas. Was it? I think I was supposed to fight in Dallas. I was getting ready for that fight, mm-hmm. and that fight fell through. Yeah. So I was in the gym hard, and, you know, uh, thanks to my manager, Titus Williams, and uh, and Scott, that uh, they was able to, you know, find this fight in L.A. Yeah. They asked me that I want to take it. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to take it. Yeah. You know? And I ain't fought since a year before that. Since I came back from Vegas, I haven't fought in a year. Yeah. So I was itching and, and scratching the fight, so I didn't really care. So I was like, let's go. Yeah. A week later, I was on a plane to L.A. Went down there, did my thing, and got the dub. I knew and it was that happening, my you career. came from Dallas yeah. to going to L.A. instead. Yeah, and that put my career back on track because I was just coming off from a loss in Vegas a year before, and I haven't fought in a whole year because of that. Yeah. So, you know, that put me back on the map. So, in that fight right there, that's the fight I seen when um, I saw on YouTube. And that was the fight. I, to me, watching that fight, and then watching you spar, it's like it's a not the same, not the same style. I mean, same speed because you got to mm-hmm. go eighty percent, like probably at least around fifty, sixty in sparring. But then mm-hmm. you know, of course, you got to go hard in that fight. But mm-hmm. I seen the similarities, and I seen the fight. And speaking no, though, speak about that vague, the the Vegas fight and the Floyd Mayweather. Was that that's the only that's the loss you took? Yeah, uh, the only loss my, you have really. Yeah, that's my one L I got. Man, that fight. I'm not gonna lie, man. I. That fight made me the person I am today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It made my team, you know, the team we are today. Yeah. Well, we so solid right now because of that fight. So we never, you know, we we, we think, you know, positive mm-hmm. about it. You know, I'm glad I took it early in my career. What fight did it come to? It was like the third, fourth? It was my fourth. I was 3-0. and oh. He was 6-0 and oh at the time. Okay. So you fought really a person that was... To the, mm-hmm. to the on paper, a person that was you know better you oh, by yeah. record. I mean, you you know had more fights than me and everything. You know, knew it was in his backyard and everything. It was in Vegas on on his promoter's card and everything. So yeah, home for the advantage. Yeah, I mean, and they they took advantage of it. That's how that's how we learned so much though. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I can go on on and on. You know, the games they play and everything, but that's just boxing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You you either. Learn from it or you fold. And we learned from it. We came back stronger, harder, smarter, you know, and now, you know, we unstoppable now. I think, honestly, me personally, I think boxing is, like, the most questionable sport when it comes to, like, rigged. Like, it's crazy. Like, boxing is like, boxing is one of my favorite sports. That's my yeah. third favorite behind uh-huh. football and basketball. Okay. But watching some fights, you go on YouTube and look at rigged boxing. Like, do you think sometimes – when you go into a fight and you were in Vegas or somewhere that's that's not in your home crowd, you, you don't have the judges behind you. Do you feel yeah. sometimes it's like, all right, we cannot make this fight go to decision because if it goes to decision, they the judges might lean towards the fighter that's hosting it. Oh yeah, 
from my um from that fight on, from my fourth fight in Vegas to to my seventh fight. That's that's how we've been going in, you know. Been going in to everybody backyards, you know, knowing on the top of my head that hey, I gotta really kill dang near killers dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm I'm already down one judge already. That's yeah. how we go in. It's three judges. I'm already down one before I step in the ring. That's the mm-hmm. mindset we have. So we know if I don't knock this dude out, I got to punish this dude. And that's what we've been doing. We've just been punishing boys. And the guy you fought in, in L.A., he is, that was just like his last fight yeah. ever since. Yeah, he fought since. Yeah. God, well, boxing, boxing, it's a, it's a, ooh, that's, that's a, it's not a grimy sport, but God, nah, it's a grimy sport, man. One time, it's like, yeah, I mean, when you have somebody that have, you know, a certain amount of, you know, dollars behind you, and they expect you to win, it's like a quarterback. It's just like they just waste, they just wasted all their money. You know what I'm saying? Somebody right now really mad at me because, like, they invested a lot of money into that guy. He wasn't even from America. I think, well, he's from Columbia. Yeah, he was from Columbia. So they brought him down here to L.A. and everything. And, you know, that's a lot of money. God, dog. One fight. It's, it's like a quarterback playing for, like, a coach that, that like, benches people regardless. Yeah. One incompletion. One. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, one, one turnover, shot. you're, you're, you're yeah. on the bench. One shot. God, dog. It happened to me, though, you know, when I – uh. When I took an L in Vegas, man, it, I had to sit out a whole year. Yeah. You know, I ain't really missed that many days in the gym, but it's just the business of boxing. You know, is he like I say, is either you stay mentally strong and in the gym, or you fold and you stop going to the gym, you get frustrated and you quit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to quit. I ain't want that to that loss to make me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Been doing this since I was seven, so. Yeah, so you think your mentality changed ever since that loss you had? Oh, yeah, man. In, in the ring, outside the ring, like I said, that loss made me the, the man I am today. It turned me into a man. I was a boy, you know what I'm saying? But that yeah. loss turned me into a man. And after that, just outside of boxing, too, you know? Yeah. So it's about that fight. Talk about the person you sparred against a few days, a couple of days ago, Austin Williams. Oh, man, yeah. Austin Williams, he's a great guy, man. Met him like six months ago when he uh, claimed the number one spot in USA amateur boxing. You know, he came to my gym, all athletic, saw him work, you know, had a conversation with him, you know, asked him if he could help me out because at the time I was getting ready for um, to fight a southpaw. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he helped me out in my camp. This is actually my um, third southpaw I'm fighting in a row on, uh, on August 11th. Fifth yeah. southpaw I'm fighting out of eight fights. Yeah. So, you know, I asked him, you know, could you, you know, could he help me, you know, with sparring and everything? He a good look. He a good southpaw. Look fast, quick feet, could be aggressive, strong, because he fight at 165 in the amateurs, you know. So he he a middleweight. He bigger than me, but he got that speed like a welterweight. So it's just good work. Yeah. And you talk about Austin and Hebe. What was his reaction when he got the number one spot? I know you get number one spot. You know sometimes you got two different ways. You people that that's humble, and then oh, you got no, other people like man when they get it, it's like oh they feel like they top of the world sometimes. Man, uh, Austin Williams is super humble, man. You, yeah. you don't get no more humble than Austin Williams. You know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. you know, he give me the respect. You know what I'm saying? Because he know I've been fighting for a really really long time. You know, like you say, even though he number one, you know he look up to me. 
you know, to help him out, you know, to keep him at that number one spot, you know what I'm saying? So he's only he, 20. I think, yeah, he's only like 20. Yeah. He's young, man. He great dude, though. Humble. Real humble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's making my last name look good. I'm a Williams. <laughs> at, least he's do- at least he's doing that. God, 20 years old. Yeah. Shape, man, shape, cut up, tone. Oh, y'all yeah. bosses, he, he man. Y'all, hard, y'all, man. He, he don't get to the number one spot sitting down, man. He, yeah, I know. It's, so, man, just think how many 165-pounders it is in America. I know, right? You got, you got the fat 165s. You got, yeah, you got the tone. Tall, you the number. We rank number one. So, God, oh, that's crazy. So, just talk about, like, the day, like, a day of, you like, your mentality is about, like, throughout the day. Like, meal plan, like, the workouts, like, how does it go through, like, throughout the week? Well, I wake up around 7, 8 in the morning. Eat me, you know, a nice lean breakfast. It could be, uh... You know, wheat toast, oatmeal, mm-hmm. fruit. Then I go run me four or five miles, and then nonstop, uh, like just yeah, straight nonstop. Up. Yeah, of course. Shoot me, I mean, I'm half really a mile. A, I'm tired. Ain't really a lot, you know. I ha- actually slowed down on my running because you know running sometimes you run so much you can run muscle off. Yeah, and I ain't I, I ain't want to run none of my muscle off, and you know I want to stay strong, so I kind of cut down on my running. Mm-hmm. So I gotta run four miles, and then. uh me, you know, I I'm in a lot of stuff right now. I'm in CDL classes right now. I work, you know what I'm saying? So I run and then I go work. Then after I work I go to the gym. Yeah. But I'm eating every three hours, you know what I'm saying? And I stop eating after eight. Hey, eight PM. Mm-hmm. Man, then you gotta wake up, go to sleep early probably. Oh yeah, wake you up stay hungry. Up, you're gonna be hungry. Oh when you wake up, you super starving. Man, you so when you first started getting on it, you you got to get adjusted to it like very very quick. I mean, I've been doing this since I was seven, man. So it was like there's I'm nothing so now. used to this. Yeah, yes. been making weight ever since I was an amateur boxer. Yeah. So just talk about talk about your upcoming opponent. You have Vincent Floyd when you mm-hmm. find him in Philly, August 11th. Mm-hmm. Just talk about just talk about that opponent. Well, only thing I know about him is he uh five eleven. Supposed to be, you know, a tall welterweight too. Mm. But I, I'm six one. I've never seen a welterweight taller than me. I'm six one and a half. Yeah. So tall don't really matter. I know he's from Philly. Fighting him in his backyard. Mm. We just talking about that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Another guy I'm about to go beat in his backyard. And he a softball. That's all I really know about him. Yeah. And he's just fighting. He's fighting in Philly. And he's a East Coast guy. So when you talk about your first fight, let's go back to your first fight. You told me that it was like in the like in the uh, flea market. Flea market, yep. Man, yep. It's crazy how you watch the guys not as like big time, and then you don't. Rem- Us as fans don't remember. Like you know, you probably got you got talking people. They they tell you that they fought at like a small. You forget they get it from the mud. Like you just yeah. think watching them on pay per view, whether they automatically assume that they started there. But man, uh, it's we, it's crazy. Yeah, we we been getting it out the mud, man. It was. We that fight is a, was a blessing, you know. It took dang near what four five months to get that fight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I go through like that fight was a blessing in a flea market. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to go through their managers and just every man, everything business of boxing. You know, opponents falling out. Opponent could fall out like that. You know what I'm saying? God. You know, if they don't sign no contract, they could fall out like that. Yeah. So man, 
So let's talk, just talk about your camp. Just talk about who um, your trainer, managers. Just talk oh, about them uh, and how they impacted you. Well, first off, my pops, you know, he the one that, that got me started, you know, in this. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. the one that first brought me to the gym. First one started training me, really taught me most of everything I know, you know. That's why my defense is so good and everything because of him. And uh, I met uh, James Johnson a little later on in my career. Mm-hmm. And uh, and James, he oh okay yeah. And then I met uh James Cooper, the president yeah. that you met the other day mm-hmm. when I went to O Athletic, and uh, my manager, Titus, he been with me ever since I turned pro. I think it was in 2014, 2013. Yeah, so four years. Ever since I first, he the one the first really just believed in me. You know what I'm saying? Seeing yeah. me, and, you know, it was like yeah, man. I, you know. First, first dude start doing stuff for me as a pro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Start making moves for me. So we've been rocking ever since. He like a uh, he like a father figure to me too. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about um O Athletic. We get about James Cooper. Just talk about you know the impact that he has on you. The champs. That's a huge, nice facility. Bet to me, yeah. best one in Houston. It is the best one in Houston. Yeah. No, it's the best one probably in this region. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, no, can't show me better than that. But, man, James James Cooper got a huge impact on my life right now, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very thankful for James Cooper. You know, he allowed me to work at his facility. Not only work there, but to train there. You know, don't, don't ask me for a dime. You know what I'm saying? He just he sees a work ethic, and he, you know, he let me come there, use the facility, help me in any way he can. Mm-hmm. You know, so good, you know, really good dude. Man, yeah, I looked in that that place. is like everything. So it's mm-hmm. like you basically have an advantage over a lot of fighters. Oh, yeah, I do. Because you only got not Main Street Gym, but you have – Oh, athletic. State of the art. State of the art facility. Yeah. God. $4.1 million. $4.1 million. Jesus yeah. Christ. So you you have the hill. You have the boxing ring. Of course, sand. the weights. Sand. You know what I'm saying? You got the, if you want to, <laughs> hell, field the, inside, soccer yeah. field, you know, you whatever know what you want to do in there. Yeah, we sprint in there, do every, a lot of things in there. God. Oh, so you know, it's like. Pool with treadmills in it. Sauna steam room. Cryotherapy. For recovery, hot yoga. We got a whole yoga class dedicated to the boxes for recovery. God, um, dog. So you have everything up there. So everything this, I need, one stop shop. So when was you there day one when it first uh, opened? Because uh-uh. it started, you said it been eighteen months. Mm-hmm. So when did you started going there? I started going there probably like eight months after, six to eight months after it opened. It was still very new when I came. And then you so, got it's still it's still look new. Still really new, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm coming up on a year now. Okay. In September, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh let's talk let's let's just switch sides to, to boxing now. Yeah, we got two big fights coming up in, you know, that's coming up mainstream. Mm-hmm. Mayweather McGregor. Yeah. Canelo Triple G. Yeah. So I know as a boxer, how do you feel about the Mayweather-McGregor fight, just as a boxer. As a boxer? Yeah. So let's talk about it. as a As a boxer, <laughs> how you feel about it? Or as, and as a person, just to 
just a person regularly, I mean, just watching. As a boxer, I feel like it's a joke. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You about to thrash this dude. This dude ain't never, you know, been in a professional fight. But as a fan, I'm like, you know, it's, you know, mm-hmm. gonna be something gonna to watch. Him? You think gonna thrash him? Man, come on. You, you think gonna? You think McGregor ain't have no chance? Come on, man. This dude ain't one got no ten. chance. One, one through ten. ten how? He probably got like a, a two. Man. All right, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm a, see this, the, this, see this, this. Pacquiao this is, couldn't do it. We'll make you think McGregor gonna do it. Well, <laughs> I think Matt Pacquiao tore his rotator cuff, so we are gonna let him slide on that. Okay. So, but number two, this is this is my thing. All right, I'm not saying I'm going for McGregor <laughs> or Mayweather. I'm just giving you my my two cents. Okay. As a fan, hmm. I'm looking at it like this: McGregor take punches. He take punches from four ounce gloves. Damn near your belt knuckles. Mm-hmm. So do I think people say he's gonna get knocked out by Mayweather? He, no, that's nah, not gonna that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So you got Mayweather, who's not a knock. He never knocked nobody, nobody out in two years. I mean, mm-hmm. twenty years. Do you really expect McGregor to get knocked out from a twelve ounce glove? Make twelve ounce correct? They fighting? Nah, they fighting. Uh, professional. I don't know if they have some kind of you know. I think special. ten ounce. I think it's t- yeah, it's it's eight. Ten. It's ten ounce. Ten, ten ounce. ounce. Yeah. Ten ounce gloves. This dude take knees to the nose. You know, like he takes shins to the to the nose. Yeah. Do I expect him to get knocked out? Heck, that's not. He's nah. not. not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. He. I think McGregor's gonna walk through the Mayweather punches and gets my 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 analysis of this. He's gonna go hard the first three because, mm-hmm. like he said, I really truly believe he want to get him before round four because gotcha. if he goes after round four. That's when fatigue kicks in. Mm-hmm. That's when Mayweather starts to. He ain't never went twelve rounds, but even though his rounds are five minutes in the exactly. UFC, but he never went that long. Never went that rounds. long, you know. So I'm looking at it like this: people saying knockout because he's a UFC fighter, mm-hmm. and you know I'm I'm looking at it like this: I don't see no knockout, and I don't just see yeah, McGregor nah, just laying down like he's going. Gonna... Hands too brittle, you know. He's been having hand yeah. injuries like his last past what five years or something like and that. And age think, difference. He just gonna years. probably clown him. <laughs> That's the best way I could put it. He probably going to give him a boxing lesson and just start clowning him and smiling man. on him. And just... If it goes round seven or eight, if I'm a great guy, I just, I just need Mayweather in the nose. Just, just need him, man. Like, <laughs> probably you know, that. He probably just going to end up just kicking him, man. Yeah, just man, do something, man. Yeah. You know, I think, but I think it was too much favoritism for Mayweather. Yeah, that's what I said, too. I they should have went for eight ounce gloves. Or something. I thought, I was like, you going to let McGregor keep, you know, you the best in boxing. At least make the gloves for that. Yeah, or something. You know. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is he, he in Floyd's territory? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean, it's like, come on, man. So we talk about, you You think with Mayweather, if he fuck, you seen back in the day, Ali Foreman Zaire. You seen Ali Frazier, New York. We. Ali never just had all his fights in Vegas. Tyson, mm-hmm. you know, all the greats. Mm-hmm. Mayweather, do you think the home field played a little part in oh, his yeah. record? Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, you look you at some fights, saying? you know, he could have. Oh, yeah, we let that pack out. He just got rigged in Australia. Yeah. Like, he was in Australia I mean, they all, on the I road. Mean, uh, Jerry Jones uh, offered to, to lease out the Cowboys Stadium for him and Pacquiao, man. Pacquiao and Bradley, he huh? put, like, 60,000, probably in the stands. Yeah. Oh, it'd, be more, it'd be more fans. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, 60,000, 70,000 fans, time, I mean, and, and you comparing that with what MGM Grand the Garden, what, hold 12,000? Never been it before, but. Yeah, that's, that's like, they go like 12,000. So why would you rather fight in the Garden, you know what I'm saying, when you only put 12,000 people there opposed to 
you could put seventy thousand people in Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, it's some behind that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Some. I know if it was me, I'd be like, hey, let's get this money. Let's, let's pack seventy thousand. Let's Cowboy Stadium. Let's go. Let's put seventy thousand because they ain't even doing that in America. And plus the floor seats. They doing that overseas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's that heavyweight name? Right now, uh, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, I man, that dude putting sixty thousand in the stands right now, man, overseas. That's crazy. He not a bigger name. That's like a him. soccer. That's like a soccer game. Like you know what I'm saying? Yo, you know that boxing. You, you know you don't have that many people, but yeah, they putting sixty thousand because they don't have football or nothing like that. You know, exactly. they have soccer, boxing. You know what I'm saying? So Yo. to do that in America is huge. I know, and then I, 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 I think I saw think. I don't know that fight. He definitely got the home. I mean, he. I know firsthand. <laughs> you know, I went down there. You know, what I'm saying, if I one of his fighters, you know, is they. You know, what I'm saying, you they coming. They coming to pet. They coming to army. You got to be mentally tough, and you got to be ready for the games they gonna play. You know, what I'm saying, was made with the uh, ringside when you fought. When you fought this dude. Uh, I heard he came at the end. I ain't see him. I heard he came through. Yeah, at Adrian Brown and them. I don't, I don't think Adrian Brown. I know Terrence Crawford was at my fight. He yeah. came up, told me, you know what I'm saying, keep my head up, keep going. Yeah. You know, because was it split? at the end of the day, I ended up thrashing the dude, you know what I'm saying, yeah. third or fourth round, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So was it split or was it uh, majority? Nah, they gave it him three rounds to one. Oh, it was four judges. Oh, yeah, oh three four, rounds. four round, four yeah, round yeah, fight. Four yeah, round yeah, fight, yeah. Round. It was three uh-huh. judges, yeah. Oh, man. All judges had the same scorecard. So who do you think you fight like, like? What's your style, you think? Uh, yeah, people look at I you got like my man. own style, man. Like you can't compare my style to nobody. Well, who who you think? Like I, I'm a mix between Marvin Hagler, Sweet P, yeah, Pernell Whitaker, Roy Jones Jr., Floyd Mayweather. I incorporate all that. Yeah, you just watch them, Tommy like- Tommy Hearns. You know, a uh, couple more other people. Yeah, I, I mix everything in. Yeah. I got my own unique style. So, all right, so we're going to move from one fight to another. Canelo, Triple G. Who do you think get that? No, Triple first G. of all, do you think Mayweather McGregor is going 12 rounds? Yeah. Think so? Mm-hmm. It better be, a tw- yeah. it better be 12 entertaining rounds. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think, I don't know. McGregor might might, might get him. I'm Not get him, but I think he's going to probably, enter- it's got to be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it might not be. I know he ain't knocking him out. Huh? I know he ain't knocking out McGregor. I I think he's just going, like I said, just beat him up pretty bad. Shit, it might be a draw. My my theory, my conspiracy theory is it'd be a draw, and then they see how much money's coming in. Man, second fight, rematch, billion-dollar fight. You know, Mayweather needs them. He didn't pay them taxes. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't pay the IRS. He needs the money. It's you, draw. Make it a rematch. Mayweather really hurting for nothing, man. Billion-dollar fight. I'm calling it right now. He ain't hurting for nothing. It's just a matter when he want to pay it. You know what I'm saying? I know, he right? Hurt, he ain't hurt for nothing, man. So, Canelo, Triple G. I got Triple G, KO, and Canelo in the 7 8 run. Now, nah, that's a fight. Now, nah, that's, that's supposed the one to be I'm, the that's Yeah, the one that's the I'm one. That's what I'm waiting on, as too. As a boxer, that's the one I want to see. That's yeah. the big fight, too. See, yeah, Mayweather McGregor, that's a good fight party fight. You know, everybody yeah, having just, a fight party at the house. You know, you know everybody doing what they got to do. This is like the real. This is the real deal. This is going to be fight of the year right here. This is what everybody been waiting for. Two, like Canelo. two years almost, I think. Yeah, finally. God. No, finally. Now, that's, now, that's the fight that's, I think, you know, that could be a, I could see a trilogy. Yeah. I could see a Canelo mm-hmm. Triple G two and three. You yeah. know, we've seen. Because. T- Honestly, I was I was talking to somebody about this. 
you really think about it, this is probably the, the first big super fight with two fighters in their prime since Tyson Holyfield, the first uh, when exactly. they fought. Exactly. Think about it, in 20 years, exactly. from 97 to now. Some well, no, no. Keith Thurman and uh, and Sean Porter. But think about it. Those two guys wasn't really – they wasn't holding on to the names of Tyson Holyfield yeah. and Triple G. But as far as fighting in their primes, they did it, man. They, went they did it. it. They went but I'm, I'm looking man. at name and dominance and prime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We think about, like, oh, like, oh my goodness, this is about to happen. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. This was probably the two first biggest, one. Yeah, the two biggest names. Names, yeah. 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 You know what right. I'm saying? Because Tyson yeah. – he lost against Douglas, but that wasn't a real. That wasn't. That was a fight. Well, okay, he lost Coach D'Amato. The yeah. trainer didn't know what they was doing. Uh-huh. He knocked out Douglas, but they didn't count the full way. Yeah. So really, I think that was that was a, to me a cheat fight already. So mm-hmm. his first real loss against Holyfield, the odds were still yeah. favoring Tyson the second fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you look at this fight, Canelo Triple G. This is a fight that's like it's supposed. It was supposed to be married with the Pacquiao back in 09, 2010. Yeah. When they, when they both was, like, you know, young and they yeah. prom. Yeah. But maybe he didn't want long. that. He didn't want that. He didn't want that. But boxing always take too long. That's how boxing yeah. is. So yeah. I, I want to ask you, that, how you feel about when it comes to boxing and promotion? Because you look at UFC and, and um, boxing. UFC has management with Dana White. Mm-hmm. And I look at UFC as, like, the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, the the owners in control. Everything yeah, is powered yeah. by them. Boxing is just Man. like the NBA. It's everything. The, the boxers have the power. You look at Mayweather. You know, he's stalling on fights. You know, I wish no... boxing was like the NBA. NBA, you know, they guaranteed. They guaranteed. They you can... ain't guaranteed nothing in boxing. We don't have no commission looking over every everything was going on. Yeah. It's free fall. So, why, but why, do you have a problem with fights taking too long, though? Like, I'm glad Delahoya got the Triple G Canelo fight. I'm glad yeah. that's there, but like, we seen Pacquiao Mayweather have seven years almost. Like excuses after excuses after excuses. Ain't like, don't nobody want to fight the best no more, man. They want to make the maximum amount of money fighting the sorriest opponents they can fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, but that's how it is. Nobody want to fight the best no more if they ain't got to. I do. Yeah, I want. I'm a fighter. I want to fight. You know what I'm saying? But everybody seems like these days want to take the easy, the easy route. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want to get paid the big millions, but they don't want to take the big fights. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then I feel like boxers, some boxers are getting overpaid for the people they fighting. They getting paid big bucks. Who you fighting though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, but, you know, it's been, it's a business, though. That's yeah. what, you know, it's a business. It ain't just a sport. And see, all the other sports, like football, everything, it's a sport, too. You know what I'm saying? They got, mm-hmm. they got commissions looking over everything, making sure it ain't no foul play or nothing like that. Boxing, man, you know, got, we ain't got that. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure everybody being, you know, treated fairly. You know, you got pros out there, 13, 14 and no, winning fights, you know what I'm saying, getting shelved, you know. You look at Charlo twins, they, I want to say one of them is undefeated. Both of them, both of them, both of them undefeated. undefeated champions. But you know, they fought. I remember they fought NRG before. But mm-hmm. like, Charlo Twins, a name that you hear around the region, and you know, around the country, you know, it's some whispers, but it's not held to a point where like they record don't show like the popularity. Like they should be more known than what they are. And it's a couple of fights. Like you got Wilder and they know now. Oh yeah, yeah. you you in boxing, you know about the Charlo Twins, yeah. man. They made history. First Twins. Uh, Whole world championships at the same time. 
and then you don't see, you know, but the general public is like. And me and, me and the twins go way back. Yeah. We we grew up in boxing together, you know what I'm saying? That's Savannah yeah. Boxing Club. I was like nine years old. They was like 11, 12 mm -hmm. years old. I was just younger than them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I seen them come up from the mud. Yeah. We got the same gym, same dream, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, nobody would ever, I ain't going to lie to you, nobody would ever thought the twins would be where they at right now. Nobody. Yeah, the doubt got to Nobody. Them. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't just the stars of the gym, you know. They, we had stars of the gym that we don't even know where they at right now. But the twins stuck with it, worked hard, you know what I'm saying? And now they, they the face of Houston boxing right now. They really are. You know what they I'm really, saying? They really are. You think about Charlo, you think of think of Houston boxing. You think of Charlo. You know Charlo. Yeah. And on top, they doing their thing. And then, of course, you're going to want to have that, that promise. Oh, yeah. You want to have that. That name now for yourself in the future. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. But I mean, it, it'll it'll get there. It'll mm -hmm. get there. You know, they. I want to say their record is. I, they. I know they undefeated for sure. Yeah. But I don't know they're gonna fight. Twenty five, twenty six, yeah. twenty seven, and zero a piece, something like that. And one of them just had a fight recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, so as far as um. Well, we even we even, I didn't get your prediction on Canelo Triple G. I know you said knockout. You said seven round. Seven round Triple Canelo G. Had no, Canelo had no chance. I'm just like, he's not a baby no more. He's huh? he not a baby no more. He's more mature now. Right. You know, he fought Mayweather at he that time. Mayweather. He, was, he was young. Yeah, but I don't think he, he's fought a puncher. Another like Triple puncher G. puncher like Triple G. Yeah, no, I got Triple you G as well, man? winning. He ain't never fought nobody that strong before like that. Yeah. I got Triple G winning as well. I have mm -hmm. him. But I, I do want to see that. I mean, that fight, of course, going to be way better. I just, it's the fact that we had never had you know, back-to-back -back fights like that. Mayweather, mm -hmm. then you have the Canelo Triple G. That's never yeah, happened before. Yeah. Then yeah. It sucks for the the promotion now. Like, people didn't forget about it, but it's like, oh, shoot. Football season is right, right there. Yeah. Look, Canelo Triple G, you have Mayweather McGregor fighting before then. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask you this. What's the future plans now for for y'all camp? After, you know, this fight coming up with Philly, what's the plans after? Well, you know, we – we worry about the task at hand. You know, I got to get through this guy. Mm -hmm. But when I do get through this guy, you know, first plan is to get right back in the gym and uh, try to get another fight ASAP as soon as possible. Now I want you to tell that camera right there what's, what's going to happen August 11th. What's, what's going to happen August 11th in Philadelphia? Sugar House man. Casino. Fireworks. Doors open at 6. Fireworks, man. I will have a fight of the night. Like I always do, I will come back with hundreds of more fans. Like I always do, and Philadelphia will know the name Marvelous Marquise Taylor. That's what's gonna happen August 11th. We predict, we predicting a knockout. Um, I mean, give me that Ali. You know, Ali always get a. No, I'm gonna no, knock him out yeah, round I, four. I don't, I don't see the dude going six rounds with me. Yeah, I really don't. So yeah, I am. There you go. There you have it. That was a six show. Sixth episode of The Real Deal with the Q on SoundCloud. We'll be on YouTube tonight. I appreciate you for coming. I appreciate you for having me. Any last words? Uh, Yeah, man. Follow me on uh, social media, on my Instagram, M-A-R-Q underscore Taylor. That's Instagram. Uh, my Twitter is Marvelous Keys, M-A-R-V-E-L-O-U-S underscore Q-U-I-S. Again, M-A-R. V-E-L-O-U-S underscore Q-U-I-S on Twitter. There you have it.
This is the real deal with the Q.